0: You are listening to the
1: Reality Steve Podcast with your host, Reality Steve. He's got all the latest info and behind-the-scenes juice on Rachel and Gabby's season of The Bachelorette and interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. Now, here's Reality Steve.
2: What's up, everybody? Welcome to podcast number I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. A great show for you today. The leading ladies of season two of F-Boy Island, Louise Bernard, Mia Jones, and Tamara Sepulveda joining me today to talk about what you just saw on the final two episodes released on HBO Max today of F-Boy Island season two. We will get to that momentarily. Now, moving forward, I will say this. If you have not watched the final two episodes that were released today, I would suggest watching those before listening to this podcast, because all we do in this podcast is go over what happened in the finale and talk spoilers and stuff like that. I'm even going to talk spoilers here in the beginning of the open. So I would just suggest to you, if you don't want to be spoiled, just turn off this podcast and listen at another time, just because it'll be easier for you. But I do have a few things that I definitely want to cover Before we get into the podcast. First thing I want to say is. In terms of this interview and when it was recorded. We recorded this on Tuesday. And obviously that was before the episodes were released. The women hadn't even seen the episodes. So I didn't focus too much on specifics of what you saw in the final two episodes. Because they hadn't seen it yet. But. So we just basically go over the ending. And their decisions and what's been happening since then. You'll hear the answer to those. And I think one thing that is missed in the podcast because we recorded on Tuesday is I wasn't allowed to see the feedback from people online who had watched the finale. And that was, you know, that was key. I wanted to know because it would have been nice to ask them, hey, what are you getting? But there was... Something that came up because I'd been in touch with Tamaris and we'd be kind of going back and forth about everything, you know, because just like anybody else, you get stuff sent to you online. And as a contestant on this show, you're wondering, are people going to like what we did? And I I know leading into the finale being posted today that Tamaris just didn't know if people were going to think, wow, what a bitch or wow, that was a boss move. I personally think the latter. I thought it was awesome. I said it in my daily roundup that was posted earlier today. I thought this was a Nick Peterson bachelor pad three moment where you can't top what Tamaris did unless you change the rules in season three. I don't think you can top that. I thought that was a perfect ending to the show because all we've been thinking about is F boys, F boys, F boys. And she's like, I'm an F girl. These guys aren't going to play me. I'm going to take the money. You just gave me the option to take the money. I'm taking it because these guys weren't worth my time. And you'll hear Tamaris, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that whatsoever. I thought it was a great ending. I absolutely loved it. I also love the fact that they gave us that flashback of all the times that she said things over the course of the season, which made sense when seeing her final decision. Telling Asante she cheated in her past. Telling Nico in a conversation when he asked her what motivates her, she said money. Telling Nico on their final date, I've had my F-girl phase. It was all there for sure. It was nice to see that because honestly, if they didn't show that at the end, the flashbacks, I would have been like, why did she do that? Why did she take the money? Why didn't she just pick Casey? But we'll also get into Casey and the things that have happened since the show and the things that she has heard since the show and just Casey in general. You'll know why she chose the money. But and this is very important. This happens in Bachelor and Bachelorette World. And now it's happening in this show. And I I guess it happens in all reality shows because no one in reality TV is universally liked. It's absolutely impossible to be liked by everybody. But it's one thing to be liked and criticized for what you did on TV. It's another thing to be bullied and be given death threats. And I talk about it all the time. Like, you guys need to lay off. And if you've never sent a text message like this or an email like this to somebody or a DM like this to somebody, then I'm not referring to you. But there are people out there that do this. This morning, Tamaris sent me a message that she had received from somebody who had clearly, I guess, watched the finale. And this was a Twitter DM. And I'm going to read it to you. This is what he wrote Tamaris. You're the biggest slut on the show. You're being Y-O-U-R. So you can't even spell. I'm sure Tamaris's parents are either rolling in their grave or preparing suicide after realizing what a mistake they have made. Making a clown of yourself on national television is crazy. If I had to give any advice to sluts like you, it would be to jump off a tall building. But your woman brain is probably too stupid to read into that, so kill yourself. That's what someone messaged Tamaris this morning. I don't even know why I even have to address something like this, but it bothers me. We've seen The Bachelor do it where they read mean tweets and disgusting tweets, whether it's racist or homophobic or threatening tweets like this, telling people to kill themselves. I, I mean, I you know it's very hard for me to understand the mentality of someone who writes a message like that to somebody they saw on television, but... As I told her back today, I said, look, Tamaris, I'm going to be honest with you. This is obviously screams of somebody with small dick energy, for sure. And this screams of somebody who's absolutely jealous of her because he knows that he could never, ever have sex with a woman like that. He could never, ever be with a woman like that. So what he does is tear her down and tell her she's worthless and go kill herself because she, he knows that she would never give him the time of day. And he's mad at that, so he takes it out on her. That's really what this is. And it's really for most people who do that, to the women of this franchise. On any reality TV franchise. I mean, to say that to someone you saw on a TV show for 10 episodes, I'm sorry. You are mentally deranged. And I've been saying it for years. There's only so much we can do. But anybody who writes a message like that when they are reported to Twitter or Instagram should never be allowed to have a social media account ever again. Or at least like a five-year suspension. And I know Twitter and Instagram probably get stuff like this sent to them all the time, and it's just impossible to keep up. And even if you do suspend them, they'll probably just create another email and sign in under a different address and create a new account. Because if they're that deranged to send that to somebody, they're probably just sick enough to just keep starting new accounts to continue their hatred towards people. But that is absolutely disgusting. And to see that, to see that she was getting that, it really bothered me this morning. And I asked her. I said, hey, I didn't just use that without her permission. I said, Tamaris, can I use this on my podcast today? Because I want to get it out there that this is not okay. I can't even believe I have to say that publicly. This is not okay. Of course it's not okay. But clearly we know people do this on every show out there with reality TV people. Just sending stuff like this, because why? You know, you could just do a whole deep dive on this person. And I guarantee if you did a deep dive on this person's background, who they are, where they live, what they do, I guarantee it probably isn't something impressive. You know? But you send this to somebody, even privately, uh, you, you deserve any wrath you get coming your way. Not in terms of physical violence or anything, but you deserve to be suspended and never have the right to go on social media again. I know that's pretty much impossible to police, but come on. Telling her to jump off a tall building, telling her to kill herself, calling her the biggest slut on the show. Like, what is wrong with you people? Good Lord. Oh, God, that's so infuriating. It's ridiculous. So, I, you know, I tried to pump up Tamaris as much as I could. She was pretty down when she got that. So, you know, I said, hey, just, I know it's tough, but just don't listen to it. You realize this guy's a loser, he's doing it out of jealousy. He probably has a giant truck that has wheels that are, you know, seven feet high to overcompensate for his small dick. So don't worry about him. But yeah, that'd bother anybody. It, it I, I can't imagine that it wouldn't. But anyway, um, before we get started with the podcast, just want to let you know this podcast is brought to you by. Green Chef. Green Chef now offers more variety and flexibility than ever before with double the choices. You can now choose from all 24 recipes weekly with the option to mix and match meals from different preferences, i.e. You have vegan one day, you can have keto the next day, paleo the other day. Do members of your household eat differently? Now you can order meals to suit every single lifestyle. Fast and fit, gluten-free, Mediterranean, like I said, vegan, keto, paleo. Exciting and delicious meals support a healthy lifestyle. Green Chef keeps mealtime interesting without sacrificing taste. It's the number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. So this is something that's been sent to me. I've told you numerous times I've had to do this. We had it on July 4th. I've had to use it because I love it and I'm starting to eat better. And I think it's something that needs to be, incorporated probably a little bit more into my life because, you know, I don't like to cook and this makes it so much easier. 25, 30 minutes, they send you all the ingredients, very easy to follow the instructions. It's simple. Even for a novice cook like myself, I can make it and so should you. So go to greenchef.com realitysteve135 and use code realitysteve135 to get $135 off across five boxes plus free shipping on your first box. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. All right, let's get going. You're hearing them. I believe they have not addressed this on their Instagram or anything just yet. I don't believe any interviews they've done have been posted yet. So you will hear for the first time where all of them stand since the show filmed. And this show filmed back in February. So here we go. Podcast number 298. Okay, let's bring them in. Uh, You saw them as the leads on this season of F-Boy Island, season two. It is Louise Bernard, Mia Jones, and Tamaris Sepulveda. Ladies, thanks for coming on.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
2: Okay, we got to get started here with this. I want to start off by congratulating uh, all of you for doing absolutely nothing to dispel the notion that nice guys finish last. Congratulations. (laughs) I feel great now. I really feel like I got hope now out there. Uh, So, okay, there's so much to get covered here, and we got three of you online, so I want to address, like, individually first, and then we'll just kind of open it up for discussion. All right, let's start out with uh, uh, Louise. Louise, I I really enjoyed your journey. Um, I think I'm probably like most people who are... Going to be disappointed uh, in your choice of Mercedes. I just think the audience is really gonna—they really just like Benedict. He's a he's a likable guy. Like, I mean, you saw on the um, on the mansplaining episode, everybody freaking loved him. They cheered for him. They wanted him to win. They all told you you should pick him. So, what went into the decision to choose Mercedes over Benedict?
1: I mean, Mercedes and I had had more dates. We had more time spent together. We had gone through stuff, like more up and down and arguments and stuff. So I feel like going through all that with Mercedes, it just made us a little bit closer. Whereas with Benedict, we didn't really have any adversity or anything like he was obviously he's such a great guy, a sweetheart. And I love that about him, but it just didn't make sense for me to choose him because I just didn't feel as close with him and as, like, comfortable with him as I did with Mercedes. Was,
2: was there really something to do with, like, just the fact that there it didn't seem like there was some sort of, you know, edge to him and you wanted somebody that had a little bad boy streak in them? Because he really does seem like the nicest guy in the world, but didn't have much, uh, I don't know, game or edge to him.
1: I mean, honestly, I'm used to dating F-boys. I'm used to dating assholes. So, like, I think I was missing a little bit of that. But I also, you know, I think that there were times where I, like, it was a, it was a joke a lot of the times. Like, some of the conversations that we would have where we had to talk about something more serious, it would kind of be masked with humor. Because I have humor as a—I use humor as a defense mechanism— and he's a comedian. So it's like, it was hard to have serious conversations with him. And that's obviously something that I want in my partner. So
2: when you were watching the episodes back, did the stuff that Mercedes was saying in his confessionals or whatever you want to call them, ITMs, um, it pissed me. <laughs> did, did, did that bother you to hear him say a lot of the stuff that he was just like from the very beginning, just kind of like, hey, this, I'm going to win. And these guys are playing for second place, you know, just as comments he was making that he was clearly going to win
1: no it definitely pissed me off because i knew that he came in as an f-boy but i didn't know he was like that much of an f-boy and i'm sitting here watching the first three episodes with him so i'm like (laughs) just looking up like are you fucking kidding me (laughs) and so i mean i had no idea he was like that because in the house obviously later throughout the story i realized that he has this temper and that a lot of the guys in the house think he's a snake But I never saw that. He was always, like, more quiet. I didn't really think he had a lot of friends in the house because he was just, like, focused on me. Um, But, yeah, I had no idea that he was saying those outright, blatant (laughs) fuckboy things.
2: (laughs) Okay, so I guess my question to you is, and I think the thing that everyone wants to know, is um, where do you guys stand today?
1: Um up in the air right now he's coming for the finale in Miami so we're gonna spend time together but we've kind of been a little on and off I think there was a lot of pressure following the show and then the premiere kind of brought some other pressure because I was obviously mad about the way that he was just being so cocky about wanting to win and take all the money so I just I wasn't aware of that at all so I think that added some stressors but you know He's like he's a really good guy deep down and so it's kind of up in the air right
2: now. Was was he kind of was, was he kind of like playing a role because in the maybe it was the first episode. He legitimately said like I am here to win and I'm going to get to the end and I'm going to take the money. And then obviously he accomplished all he needed to accomplish but then he ended up splitting it with you. So did that like earn you any points with him now that you heard that after the fact or how soon after the show ended filming did you realize that he had said that? Did he tell you like, hey, just so you know, at the beginning I told everybody I was taking the money and I ended up with you. He
1: didn't tell me. He told me nothing. So, literally, I'm like, he said, I, I'm an F boy, like, you know, I'm kind of the villain on the show and I'm like, okay, you're the villain. Like, okay, so you're gonna, whatever. They think you're gonna take the money but I had, I mean, he didn't warn me at all about, about like, saying, yeah, I'm gonna take money. Oh, it's that easy. Like, I look like a dumbass and that's <laughs> biggest thing i'm like hello you you could have given me a little bit of warning
2: so is your like you said it's kind of on and off is it just once you've gotten off the island obviously you spend more time with someone and you get to know them outside of a tv show where cameras are rolling and you could be putting on an act for somebody is it just Mm -hmm. that it's just not there or you still need more time
1: I mean, I think we're just trying to figure out like things being long distance and obviously like we have our, you know, own lives outside of the island. So like trying to merge those when he lives in Texas and I live in Miami, it's just a little bit more difficult. So like there are some things that we need to figure out. And I think I kind of wait for the show to air because I don't know. I, I just wanted to watch how everything played out because I really didn't know that he was acting that way in his interviews and in his confessionals. I couldn't see any of that. And, you know, we were very separated, like the girl in a totally different house. We can't talk to the guys off camera. So it's like all of those conversations. I mean, we did have some conversations where we resolved things that weren't depict like they weren't shown. But um, I mean, yeah, I had no idea that he was that much of
2: an (laughs) asshole. (laughs) And I think him acting the way he did, coupled with Benedict being so opposite of him. Like, you had the two most opposite guys in your in your final two, for sure. And I think that's why. I mean, I think just everyone loves Benedict. And um, it'll be interesting um, to see. I, I, you know, the the reviews are probably rolling in as we speak. I just getting the sense all season. People don't like F-boys, and... Mercedes certainly played the part of one and he got picked over yeah. the nice guy in the house. So
1: I know. And Benedict is really such a sweet guy. Like he's so solid and I wish like, you know, it was just hard because we didn't have as much time with each other as I had with Mercedes because, you know, I was dealing with issues where we had to confront the issues. So I I was all my attention was going to that with Mercedes, where it was kind of like you know, I didn't get as many dates with Benedict then, but, but he's such a great guy and he's going to find someone, you um,
2: know, <laughs> were Benedict and Mercedes, your two guys from the beginning, did you kind of know that they were going to end up being your final two fairly early on?
1: Yeah, I think I kind of did. I mean, obviously like, you know, I had whatever with Kylan and, and then Nick too. Nick is a sweetheart, but I think. I I kind of knew it was between Benedict
2: and Mercedes all along. Okay. Well, I mean, we'll be back to you in in a bit. And, uh, you know, we wish you luck with um, with (laughs) with Mercedes. All right. Mia, I want to move on to you. Uh, You had a hell of a journey because you were the only one of the three who had no choice but to pick (laughs) pick an (laughs) F-boy. Your final four were an F-boy. Like... (sighs) you kind of had to have an idea of who was a nice guy and who was an F boy, right? Like, was it just that you just didn't want, you just weren't connecting with any of the nice guys to where you couldn't even bring one of them to your final four? Or are you blindsided when they did reveal, Oh shit, there goes another nice guy. There goes another nice guy.
3: Um, no, I had, I think using Tamaris and Louise, I think we all agreed on who was a nice guy, who was an F boy. Um, at some point, I realized like episode three, I was like, I definitely have all the F boys in coming after me. I said I know that for sure. Except for Kian. Kian was that was rude. Um that was really fake of him. I was I was I was shook. Um but at one point in time I just kinda knew that I was gonna have to reform an F boy because I'm I'm like a girl with an edge. So like I want a guy with like the same type of edge. As I have, and if it's being an F-boy, then I must be
2: an F-girl. So, so you, from the very first episode, made it known that you were into Peter from season one, which was kind of surprising, because Peter didn't make much of, I mean, he was a one-episode guy last season, or maybe yeah. second episode, but he did not last, I think he was gone the first rose ceremony. So what made you interested in Peter from last season? Like, I was kind of shook at that. Not that he's not, um, you know, whatever.
3: I think Peter's hilarious. Like even when he was like with Nikki and Limbro, like I like a funny guy, like my dream guy is Adam Sandler. So if you're funny, you know, you can kind of get a little in hot, you know, you can kind of get a little bit more of a something out of me, but something about him, like how he carried himself or also he's from Virginia and Washington, DC. And I was born there. That's where most of my family lives. Um, so it was like we had like that connection that I couldn't kind of get rid of. Um, and then I also like stalked his social media a
2: little bit. Yeah. But. He's, the, <laughs> he's, he's the Korean poppy. I mean, that's what he he's is. The Korean, <laughs> he's the Korean poppy. He's the Korean yeah. poppy. Um, okay, so you get down to Peter and Danny. You know, obviously, Keenan and Brayden with your other three and four. But you get down to Peter and Danny. Was there ever any thought It doesn't seem like it, just based on talking to you and then knowing that you had Peter in your head before the season even started. And then once you saw him on the island, you're like, okay. Um, But was there any thought to Danny or no?
3: There was a huge thought to Danny. Hmm. Um, I could not make up my mind on who I was going to pick. Danny and I have like a connection on the island where it's like he's like that nurturing like guy that I've always wanted but he's also like a loud mouth um and he has that edge to him that you know people aren't gonna walk all over him but he's gonna take care of his girl but fuck everybody else um and I I like Danny still, to, like he's like that guy that you know has that edge but also has that sweet side um it took me hours to figure out who I was gonna pick and it was really hard like Tamaris and Louise can like out for me that they thought I was going to pick Danny. Mm. Um, They didn't think I was going to pick Peter. There's a lot that's missing in the show.
2: Was was there any thought to... When I think of Danny, obviously, was there any thought to maybe the reason you didn't pick him was because you thought he would end up taking the money? Because let's face it, I was surprised as well that he was... I guess I was surprised that he was an F-boy when he announced it. Maybe I was reading him wrong, but... um, but was there thought to i'm I'm leaning towards Peter because I think if I picked Danny, he would take the money, or were you convinced Danny had basically reformed himself as an f boy?
3: Um, I had a feeling that Danny was gonna take the money, especially after the mansplain um when everybody said whatever they had to say about him? Yeah, I wasn't gonna take that you know lightly. like I took all the guy's opinions to the heart, um especially like JaB, Mikey D um, and Asante, um, because those are the guys that, you know, I grew a friendship with, um, outside of the romantic connection. So there's, their opinions matter to me. Um, your friends should like who you date. If they don't, then that's usually a big red flag that, you know, he's probably not the right guy for you. Um, so after hearing what they said, I, it took, I was 50, 50 and it looked like, I was juggling back and forth, and I really couldn't make up my
2: mind. So, when you ended up going with Peter,
0: yes.
2: did you have any trepidation that he was going to take the money? No. So you knew he was going to split with you if you picked. I
3: him. felt like Peter was going to split the money with me from the very beginning. There was no if-ands or buts about it. And like watching his confessionals, like it like seals the deal that it's like okay boom, he actually, like, cared about me in some type of way that he's not going to leave me on this island broke.
2: Now, the biggest thing was, from this season, from season one, is the fact that Nikki sprung on you guys before the final decision that you had the option to take the power into your hands, which was you get offered uh, the $100,000 if you chose yourself. We'll get Mm -hmm. to you, Tamaris, in a second. (laughs) 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 But... So for Louise and Mia, did that ever cross your guys' mind to say I don't want to take a chance of them taking the money, splitting the money or uh, you know, taking the money themselves. So I don't even want to put it on that. I want the money for myself. Uh, Mia, you go first.
3: Uh absolutely. I was like I can walk away with this $100,000 and live my best life and don't have to worry about any man, you know, but there's something in the back of my head that was like you can't do that you're too good of a person don't hurt them like they're gonna hurt you just let him take it if he wants to take it um and that's when I started weighing the options of Danny Peter like is Danny gonna take the money is Peter gonna take the money and I was like Peter's not gonna take the money I can tell for sure um so I decided that taking the money and taking a huge risk of, you know, maybe one of these guys is gonna take the whole hundred K. Um that, you know, that's who I am. So maybe they really needed it. So it was better
2: like, it's better to have fifty thousand and a relationship than a hundred thousand and no relationship. Makes sense. It's understandable. Uh Louise hey. Louise <laughs> <laughs> Louise, what about you? Did you have any thoughts of taking the money yourself? I'm
1: or not something? gonna lie. I'm not going to lie. I thought about it for a split second. Cause I was just overwhelmed by the choice because my guys were so different. And I mean, so I was like, fuck this. What? Like, let me just take the money and leave. I don't want to make this decision. Like, let me make it easier. But then I was like, okay, no, I have a nice guy like Benedict. I, that would be completely unfair to him. Like I, at that point, I just feel like it wouldn't make sense for me. And, um, so I took the risk, but yeah, okay. I don't think it was ever in the cards for me to take the whole hundred
2: K and it sounded and it looks like, I mean, obviously we know filming can last a long time and stuff gets reshot or whatever, but was there any, um, was there a lot, was there a long amount of time or how much time was between Nikki telling you guys that was an option for you versus you actually having to make that decision? Was it within 30 minutes or did this last a while? Um, can you hear me? Mia? Can life. you hear me, Mia? Yeah. Oh, okay, can, I can hear you. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, how long was it from the time Nikki announced it to the time you guys had to make your decision?
1: We had like half a day, I
0: think. Right? Yeah. Wasn't? It? Yeah, like yeah. so definitely a half a day. We had a, half like, day. Not, like, a couple hours before finale.
2: Yeah. I thought she told you it when you were sitting in the seats. You
0: no. know how reality
2: TV. <laughs> oh. Work. Oh. Come okay. On. Oh no. No, that's a good secret. Like I mean, to us, we the had to audience with
0: the
3: legal we, team, we,
1: couldn't, we <laughs> couldn't. Yeah, because it's prize money, we have to deal with the legal team and ah, okay. lock in our I'm answers, aware. and that's how we knew if, if the guys were going to split
3: the money or not.
2: That's right. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Uh, yeah. So, final question for you, Mia. Where do you stand with Peter right now?
3: Um, Peter and I are friends. I think we talk uh, once or twice a month. Um.
2: So that's the friends and talk once or twice a month So okay so what happened when you got back from filming Did you try it and it just wasn't working Or you left that You left the island and you were just like No
3: We left the island And it was like Yeah No um, I don't think it's going to work We are two completely different people um, In two completely different states um, even though I go back and forth, you know, back home to, like, see my family, I just don't think it was going to work because of who I am. <laughs>
2: but but this whole time you were like, I'm into Peter, I'm stalking his Instagram, and then you picked him and you knew he was going to pick you, and then I guess real world hits and you're just like, okay, he's not what I thought he was?
3: Um. I wouldn't say he, I, he's not who I thought he was. He's He is exactly who he is. He is a very quiet, you know, not good at, like, communicating his feelings. Hmm. Um, he's like that in person. But I was hoping that maybe it was different, um, but it's not. And we have just remained, like, friends, and we, we talk back and forth. Um, but... Who knows? Maybe it's me. Like <laughs> the world is saying. Maybe I'm the common
2: denominator. Well, I mean, look, obviously, it's <laughs> it's it's tough. It's tough to meet somebody on TV, and it's especially tough to meet somebody on TV and then get off the show and realize, okay, we're going to have to start out a long-distance relationship, and not, anybody, not everybody can do that. And it's just not yeah. simple. Now, Tamaris, yeah, um, on the yeah. other hand, she just said, fuck it. I don't even have to worry about a relationship. <laughs> I'll just take the money. Which, look, I... I'm I'm pro Tamaris, I'm a huge fan of what you did. I think what you did kind of gave the show the shakeup that it needed, and I think it was a boss move. I'm really curious to see the response. Um because we haven't seen this. We never got this ending in season one. Um I really don't think now there's an ending that can top this unless they change the format again in in season three with the ending and how they choose to disperse the money. But, I mean, you did something to where we hadn't seen it before. You totally caught uh, Casey and Tom, uh, um, uh, not Tom, uh, Nico off guard. But, I mean, I guess my question to you is, going into this, starting this show... Did you know that this was what you were going to do from the get go or were you like, okay? because obviously you didn't know the actual ending of, hey, I have the option to take the money myself. But going into this, were you always like, hey, I'm an F girl. I'm just going there to have fun. If I meet somebody, whatever. But I'm an F girl at heart. So I don't care what happens with these guys.
0: Okay, I'm going to be completely honest. Good. I like older men. I'm a very mature woman. I went on to F-Boy Island knowing that these guys watched season one and they wrote in their journals of how they're going to try to play us. I went in coming in like, I've been an F-girl before. I'm not going to allow these guys to manipulate me. I'm not going to allow these... I'm not going to believe any word that they say, even if they're a nice guy. Because at the end of the day, you are coming on a show called F-Boy Island. (laughs) You are either going to be an F-Boy and take the 100K, or you're going to play it smart and come in as a nice guy and just split the 50K if you end up winning. Okay? I'm sorry. I'm not going to allow someone to have the upper hand. None of these guys were going to make me look stupid. Um, So... I didn't come in like, I'm an F girl, I'm gonna take all the cash, like fuck these guys. No, if I would have generally made a real genuine connection with one of these guys, I would have split the money. Um, When I had the option, either take the 100K or split it with one of the guys, I really had to think about it. And I thought like, can I see these guys in the future like outside of this island? And I couldn't, and I wasn't in love. And I can't lie to myself and choose someone and split fifty k. And it was never about the money because, regardless, I was going to win fifty k. Regardless, but I had to pick myself, and and I don't regret it after knowing all the facts and knowing how these guys are in the real world. So, well,
2: that's a, that's the crazy thing is that you know you and you know you got you have Casey, you had Tom, and I, I never thought that Tom fit your lifestyle whatsoever. Um, but you had Casey, and then you, and so you brought in Nico for the final two, and both nice guys. So you knew, like you said, you knew you were getting fifty regardless. And then Nikki springs on you guys. Hey, you can get a hundred if you keep it to your if you choose yourself. And so I guess I'm wondering if Nikki never presents that option at the end, and we're still season one rules where. You were down to two nice guys. So you were just going to get 50 and you had to make a choice between Casey and Nico. Who were you going to choose?
0: I was going to choose Casey. Me and Nico, I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt after I eliminated him quickly after the Kylan situation. Um and Tom was being Tom at the moment. Um and I had to do that switch. I gave Nico a try. It really didn't work out. Um he had just he's he's like Sometimes I'm at a one, he's like at a hundred and, and he has too much energy for me. I can't, um, it just didn't match. And then with Casey, that was the only kind of other person that I had a connection with to that extent. But also in the back of my head, I kept thinking like, he he has a girlfriend. I'm not stupid. Um, and I had to think about that too. Like I choose him, then- I know that it's all a facade because he still was in a relationship or was going to go back with a girl. And I don't know if during the mansplain where Zach said that he will constantly call his ex-girlfriend. Um, I don't know if that's shown. I don't know if you've seen that. Um, yeah, it was just a lot of red flags with him. And he was really good at talking. Like he is a public speaker. That guy can talk a room off and you just believe him. And you're like, OK, Casey, tell me whatever you want to tell me because I'm just going to listen <laughs> And I'm sorry, like, yeah, it sucks that he's runner-up for the second year in a row, but you are not going to fool me, honey. Oh, no.
2: (laughs) Well, yeah, he he was a good talker, and it, you know, he comes on the show as a nice guy, a reformed F-boy, and he says all the things that you want to hear, and us as an audience, we don't know, and I didn't follow him social media-wise after the show, and when it was brought up on the show about having a girlfriend or going back to his girlfriend, I just, you know, we just don't know as an audience, whether or not that's true. So uh, are you saying that you're very well aware that the guy has a girlfriend or he's already back with his girlfriend or that was the whole plan and him saying, I'm a nice guy was just for show. Basically.
0: I, I (sighs) Casey (laughs) is a nice guy, but there is a lot of layers that goes with him. And unfortunately, yes, he's still in a relationship. He is not with me. We do not talk. Um, I think that it was kind of a facade. I hear stuff that he broke up with his girlfriend prior to going into season one, got with her after season one, then uh, broke up with her before season two. And this is what I'm hearing. I don't know if it's true, but I mean, his TikTok and Instagram tell us differently that he's still in a relationship. So hmm. I am a hundred percent proud of my decision, and I don't regret it. And I and I hope people don't feel bad for him when they see like he's in a he's in a just leave Casey alone. He has a girlfriend. Yeah, let let him have his third chance in the real world. Okay, let, it's let,
2: just not with me. Let's hope we're let's hope if if there's a season three that we don't get Casey coming back for. For a third season, no. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be some guy from this season that is brought back for a season three, just like Casey was brought back for two. But I mean, I don't know who that would be. But they're, they've done it too they've done it already twice. They done, with Peter and and Casey. I gotta believe that somebody's coming back next season. Assuming there is a third. Bring
0: back two nice guys, and that's Jay Bryn and Benedict, and that'll be the show right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah that's the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Benedict. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, the the world's gonna be clamoring for Benedict and saying, "Louise."
1: What? Everybody loves Benedict. <laughs> I know. Aww.
2: No, he's. I mean, like I said, just funny guy. Um, yeah. I I think I I think one of the things I'm just and I'm just gonna ask you this. I'll just throw it out there. Uh, let's start with you, Mia. Do you think that? Do you like knowing an episode? I think it was six. Yeah, end of episode six into seven because that was when Peter kind of left everybody hanging. Well. Editing purposes, TV purposes made it episode seven, but they've done it now for two seasons where they let the women know in episode six what each guy is. Do you think that maybe it would be different if you didn't know that going into the finale and if you're still just going off instinct? Yes. Do you think that anything would have been different on your end if you had no idea that Peter and Danny were both F-boys, even though you probably thought they were. Um, if you didn't know that and you were sitting in the chair at the end, would that have been a major factor in in your choice?
3: Um, I think if I didn't know that they were both F-boys um, and I couldn't have that conversation with them about like how they actually felt about me, like trying to see through their status, I think I would have taken the whole 100K. Hmm.
2: Yeah. See? That I'm telling you, if I'm producing this show, I think next year they dump the episode six reveal. I think you guys, I think the women should go into the finale not knowing and make the choice from there. Just to make it a little bit tougher Glad and switch it up.
3: Season. Good luck for season three girls. <laughs> my season. Well, don't call me back. Yeah. I'm not
2: there. So Tamaris, what about you? Uh do you do you, I mean obviously nothing would have changed your mind. You were you're gonna take that money, but do you think that that's something that could be looked at for season three?
0: I hope they do that for season three and switch it up. Honestly, I think that shows like it, like you're guessing the whole entire time whether they're actually there for you or not. Like it's going to be a little bit more entertaining because we don't have that reveal. Um, I would like to see that. I'm just happy it's not season two that I had to see that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we got to know. So good luck for the next girls. Yeah. Um, I, I, if they end up doing that I commend them if you know but I, I do feel like some of them are some of the guys are gonna take advantage of that and yep. they might take the 100k so yeah and
2: I'm then and then Louise I mean for you that I'm guessing <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, and if they raise the money, yeah. And not tell the status. Like, let's say that they do two hundred k, right? If you're an F boy, you can get two hundred k instead of a hundred. I'm just adding stuff. I'm sorry. Yeah,
2: no, that's fine because that's that's all intrigue to where because from season one to season two they changed it up by by adding the the uh, uh, the option where you guys get to take your hundred thousand if you wanted to choose yourself. They didn't have that in season one, but everything that they have done has always like protected. Uh, The women, they're always seeming to protect you guys because in season one, yeah, Garrett took the money, but then they said, fuck you. You have to give it to Sarah's charity. And then for this one, they protected you from basically, um, you know, I, I they gave you the option because if they didn't give you the option, then Louise and Mia could have possibly walked away with nothing. But they gave you that option. So they've always done something to protect the leads, which I think is good. But for you, Louise. I mean when episode 6 rolled around you weren't surprised that Mercedes announced he was an F boy and Benedict was a nice guy, right?
1: I mean I was surprised that Benedict was a nice guy cuz he's really? so good looking. His body is like he's just chiseled. Like it's I so I was like, "Oh, well maybe he's, you know, he's a comedian, he's a funny guy, like maybe he's an F boy." But I so I was surprised. I mean, I was ecstatic when I found out that he was a nice guy. But I think it did like I was kind of you know, I, it, it did kind of cloud my judgment a little, though, because then I was like, all along I thought he had this, like, F-boy edge, I guess. And then, you know, it kind of, that went away. But I don't know. I think if I didn't know, um, I probably would have went with Benedict.
2: Oh. I'm not sure. <laughs> so, that, so that proves <laughs> okay. that this would have been different, because Mia uh, said she would have chosen the money, and you're saying you would have chosen Benedict if you went into the finale not knowing what each guy was, because because you yeah. what the security of I know I at least have 50,000 because I think he's a nice guy it yeah. would have been that yeah
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Hmm.
1: because the way, his actions were nice guy like the things he would do for me were definitely things that were like nice guy i
2: i, I think um you know for especially for you Louise with with someone like Mercedes who got the edit that he did where we're constantly seeing him bragging about himself and talking about himself and stuff like that. And, you know, maybe he was hamming it up a little bit for the cameras, or maybe he really does think that highly of himself. Um, but he, it's just so, e- I, I notice when I'm watching this show, it seems really easy for any guy who's an F-boy or any guy that's being attacked by the other guys to say, oh, they're just jealous of me because they see our connection and they're just, they're just saying that and they're just coming after me because everybody came after Mercedes for the way he was talking to people and stuff like that. And all his response was every time was, "Hey, that's just them, you know. That of course they're coming after me. They they know I'm better. They know I'm going to win, or whatever." And was that hard for you to navigate to know if he was actually telling the truth versus, or wait, is there something there with these other guys and what they're saying about him?
1: Yeah, I mean, it was definitely hard to navigate because I obviously didn't see what was going on in the confessional, like the in the interviews and stuff. But I also. I didn't really know who to trust at that point because you know everybody was there for Benedict. Like everyone loves Benedict, and Benedict isn't the type of guy to really like throw another guy under the bus either. So I was just like, I mean, it was really hard for me to navigate.
2: Um, Tamaris, and, for uh, oh, sorry, uh, Tamaris, for you um, during the mansplaining, and you said that was where it was first brought up about about Casey. And yes, we did see that. Uh, someone bring up the fact that he still either talks to his or, or calls his ex-girlfriend, something along those lines. Was there anything during mansplaining that came up where you felt like, oh, shit, this kind of changes it for me? I know during mansplaining you obviously changed from from Tom to Nico, um, but was there anything there that you were just like, oh, man, this is not going the way I expected I, it to?
0: I think, like, with Tom – and him saying that he wanted kids and wanted to get married, um, knowing that we had a conversation about that numerous amount of times, was just like, okay, like uh, my clear choice right now is Casey. Obviously, it's not Tom. Um, I think, I think right there at that moment, I was just like, I, I, I choose Casey at that point. And then Nico did his uh, his rant, and um, I I was like. Yeah! <laughs> Let's go Nico and Casey! And I was like trying to get the... I don't even know... Wait, did they put where uh, Tom and Casey were both touching me and I was getting turned on?
2: <laughs> they had... They did... I mean, I watched the episode four days ago, so I'm trying to remember. Casey had his arm around you, and then when they brought up the ex-girlfriend, you told him to take his arm off you. I do remember that. Um, okay. You're like, can you put your take your arm? And he's like, oh, okay. And then he, he took it off you, but... They did show, yeah, I think that I'm I'm pretty sure they did. But that was the weird thing with Tom because I know you had said you had had that conversation with Tom numerous times that one you weren't interested in getting married and two you couldn't have kids. But that was the first time we heard anything when Tom was like, "I want to have kids with you and get married." And you said, "No, I, you know, we can't." So that was kind of surprising at least to us the audience, but you're saying that you definitely had that conversation with him and he he was well aware of it. Yes, definitely. We're well aware of that 100 percent. And with you, Tamaris, <clears throat> I think I, I my favorite part, really, because it almost felt like an episode of a murder mystery in the fact that after you chose yourself, the show did a great job of editing the doing flashbacks and showing all the instances during the season where you made references to the fact that this might be your decision in the end. You called yourself an F-girl. You said someone asked you, I think it might have been Nico, what motivates you? And you said money. Um, and then uh, a couple times, and then you said you were a cheater once, I think, uh, to um, Asante. Asante. Yeah, you told him, yeah, I was a cheater once. <clears throat> On the final date with Nico, you told him I you had your F-girl ways. So after you choose it and then you say in your ITM, like, hey, it's not like I didn't warn these guys, and then we see this flashback of all the times that you did it. But the one flashback that I think a lot of people are probably gonna maybe give you shit for is um your goodbye to Tom and right when you walk away from Tom crying, you say, Give me my makeup, and then say <clears throat> what was it like so long or bye or what? or whatever, that didn't happen, right?
0: Okay, okay. Uh, okay. Okay, so like after Eliminated tom and i'm saying my goodbye like i was crying like that was very emotional because at the end of the day i know that tom is a genuine guy and he really did care about me and throughout anyone out, out of the show i know that tom was a re- real genuine guy and this wasn't the dating show for him um no it but it was not but it's fine uh, I, I did ask for makeup yes uh because I was, I didn't want to come back out and see Nico and Casey and see them, like, my makeup falling apart. Um, and then you said I, I laughed or I said I'm it, done?
2: Yeah, you said – I'm trying to remember what the word was, but uh, the phrase was. It was just – it was a quick chuckle and I'm done or let's go or move on. It was almost like move on, but it, it we don't see you say it. It was clearly – it seemed like it was I edited, edited.
0: I definitely said – I definitely need makeup, 100%. Yeah. But laughing after, definitely didn't. I probably was more upset that I didn't get makeup. So, uh, yeah. They told me no.
2: And I, I have a question for you, Mia. And this is something that I pondered all season. I, you got, Where did you guys film again? Was this Virgin Islands or Cayman Cabo. Islands? Where was this? Cabo. Oh, it was in Cabo. Okay. Why does Peter wear turtlenecks in Cabo?
3: For I don't <laughs> No. No, at night it was cold. At night it Cold? Was freezing.
2: It was freezing. Oh, okay. Cool.
3: But he was yeah. wearing them
2: seemingly during the day, it seemed like. I don't know. Maybe maybe there were would, times where he had it on
3: He owns like 20 or 30 like <laughs> turtlenecks.
0: Isn't he an express model? He probably got it from Express. Yeah,
3: he probably got it from Express, but oh. I don't understand. I'm like, dude, it's 90 <laughs> degrees outside. It's either he's in a turtleneck with pearls around his neck or he's like in a
2: t-shirt with pearls around his neck. I
3: The man's
2: strange. Well, especially when he goes with. Especially when he goes with the black turtleneck with the black cap, he looks like a cat burglar. I mean, he literally looks (laughs) like he's going to climb into some through somebody's window and steal jewelry or steal their cat. It's really the the
3: black shoes with the white socks.
2: (laughs) I mean, maybe that's maybe that's why you're not with him.
3: Yes, with the white socks, it's so bad. um it was okay. so cold though it got really
1: cold at night there
2: did it what so yeah. so all the um elimination ceremonies i don't even remember what they're remember what they're called oh
1: i was shaking it was so We're cold speaking. we had to get like hand
0: warmers and put them in some suspicious places that we shouldn't talk about where we put
3: hand warmers <laughs> yeah. all i'm saying is we deserve an oscar for that performance right there because it was fun. ice cold which uh,
0: awesome. like the guys had the fire pit and we're like up there eliminating them freezing. was like, we're like frozen up there
2: and you got, yeah. And you guys were always in mm-hmm. dresses that showed a lot of skin. So yeah, I got to imagine you were completely freezing up there.
3: Oh. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. So one final, I guess one final thing or I let's start with you, Louise.
1: My service is not
2: good. Can you hear me? Can you hear me, Louise? I can see you and it hasn't frozen yet, but can you hear me, Louise, okay. or no?
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: Okay. It's a little bit wonky, but that's all we'll wrap it up. Um so where do we go from here, Louise? What do you what do you um where do you live? What are you doing and what have you been doing post show and what are your future plans here?
1: So I'm currently living in Miami, but I am looking to move to either LA or New York. I'm not exactly sure yet. Um that's been kind of a toss up for me but I'm modeling I have a YouTube channel I've been posting bi-weekly on my YouTube channel check it out (laughs) subscribe Um, shameless plug no go ahead. (laughs) uh, that's really what I've been focusing on lately is my YouTube
2: what is your Um, YouTube is it modeling videos
1: so I do try on hauls I have makeup tutorials hairstyle tutorials I love doing hair I like started my YouTube channel with batty hairstyles so it was, like, how to look like a baddie, like, baddie on a budget type of thing. Um, and then, not on a
3: budget, okay? Let not, me just say that. You are what? never on a budget.
1: Okay, 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 baddie period. Anyway, so um, that's how I started it. And then, I don't know, I've done, like, swimwear hauls, too. Um, but I do, I'm trying to get into vlogging a little bit more. So okay. I've done, like, smoothie tastings. I'm a big smoothie
3: fan.
2: Oh, okay. (laughs) And Mia, you are a, you're in the dental world, right?
3: Yeah, I am. Um, Are you in the office?
2: Are you in the office right now? uh Uh-huh. Okay. I was going to say, you're in scrubs. (laughs) And so I'm like.
3: Yeah, I'm in scrubs in my glasses. I'm like looking back. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, post-show for me, I am currently living in Miami. Um. Going to dental school, and I'm working as a dental assistant. Like since the show ended, um, at an endodontist office. Um, before school starts, I've been taking some time to reflect on, you know, my bad picker and trying to stay as single as possible. Um, I think right now I can say I am in my f girl phase, oh. um, and I. And you know, just living my best life, just dating men, dating women, like i don't I don't care um and yeah, just spending some time with my family, they're a big part of my life,
2: so oh. tamaris rub it off on you, great, that's <laughs> <it's> your f girl face
3: tamaris rubs off on me a lot, yeah.
2: you, know? <laughs> um, so uh, so just um, and then tamaris, obviously, have you done anything uh, what did you do with the well, actually, I don't know. Have you gotten paid or does it you don't get paid until the show finishes airing? Right. OK, so what? OK, so then I'll just ask, what is your plan, at least to start off with with your uh, with your winnings?
0: Um. Honestly, I'm a big saver or an investor, Um. so it's either invest 100K or save the 100K. Obviously it's not going to be hundred K cause taxes, you know, they're going to take a whole bunch out. So yeah. whatever I have, remaining, um, but that's kind of it. Um, right now what I do, I, I currently live in Miami and I am part of a startup company that's creating the metaverse and creating what the metaverse will look like and what kind of products and more to come within the next couple of years. Um, but I sing and model and, uh, just having a best time.
2: Yeah. Um, we make a song
0: together. I did
2: yes. not. I did not know that all three of you were in Miami. I, yeah. I, so have all you? Right. So you guys have hung out probably a lot together since the show ended.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Mia doesn't I, work out, but me and Louise ride by it
3: like literally
0: probably every other day. I, I don't know.
3: do the working out thing. Um, <laughs> I go for the outfits and the smoothies afterwards.
0: <laughs> but, She's the fun stuff.
3: Yeah, you won't catch me. I'm like the I'm the friend that's like, oh, let's go rug making or <laughs> <laughs> handle making. Uh, yeah. Handle making. Like that's me. Um, but I will go and look cute in my outfit sipping my smoothie.
2: <laughs> well, since you guys all live in Miami, I, I I don't think you probably knew of each other before the show, but now knowing you're together and you guys have spoken numerous times and hung out numerous times post-show. Did you guys have mutual friends that you found out about once you realized that you were all from the same area? I don't um, think
1: so. I feel like Tamaris and
0: I might have, but I don't know. From the club scene.
1: We know a lot
0: of mutual people from the club scene. We know Genesis. Oh, and then pageant. Pageant yeah. me and me and um, Mia from, from Pageant. Um I know a lot of pageant girls and Miss Puerto Rico and yeah. Miss Boston and, and Mia was obviously Miss
3: Delaware a That's, right. That's there.
2: right, Miss Delaware. What year yeah. what Delaware. year was that? What year was that, Mia? Um
3: I was Miss <laughs> Delaware Teen USA twenty fourteen, Miss Delaware USA twenty seventeen, Miss Delaware Earth twenty nineteen, Miss Earth USA Water twenty nineteen. <laughs> Miss Top model, the world, 2020, and now they're probably never gonna allow me to do another pageant because I cuss a lot on TV.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Miss Earth, you won yeah. it. You won Miss Earth.
3: I won Miss Earth Water, so that's basically like the third, like best girl on the, the stage, the planet. Um, <laughs> she Miss yeah, Earth Water.
2: You know, I had no so, idea.
3: Yeah, there's a whole lot of different places that you can go to be in a pageant world but um yeah we know a lot of the same people and then i just recently moved down here i was in the tampa area for quite some time for about five years um and then i needed a change of scenery i would say um so i moved to miami
2: to avoid the korean poppy the
3: mutual is actually
1: in tampa too yeah
2: that what louise
1: no, I'm saying Mia and I had mutual friends in yeah. Tampa too, actually.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, then,
3: nice.
0: yeah,
3: from modeling because I worked for a, a prom dress company, and mm. she knows a lot of people who modeled for us. So.
2: And Tamaris, you go to New, you obviously your your roots are New York, right?
3: Yeah.
2: How long have you been down in Miami?
0: I've been down in Miami for about eleven years, but I'm always back and forth. I love New York, but no yeah. longer in the winter um yeah. you won't by a certain time you're not going to catch me in new york city unless it's like something big that i'm doing over there by like november all the way until probably february you would not see me in new york well, april april,
3: no, april. No. That's, Just that, that's NSA, but not new york i think we all come from like snowy states like delaware yeah. new york michigan and we're like michigan? Oh. yeah that's we're where i like, was born in, born in connecticut so i know i it was mm.
1: cold
2: that's where you're from louise michigan
1: Yeah, Michigan and like northern Michigan, so we get the lake effect snow. Like you walk outside, there's four feet of snow
2: on the ground. Wow! And you and you, how long have you been in Miami? Um,
1: about a little over three years. Okay. Yeah,
2: I think I not not even knowing that you guys were all in Miami area, I didn't realize that. But it is kind of cool to know that. Probably even if you weren't. You guys seem really close from this experience, and I think, yeah. you know, I don't think there's going to be anything. Obviously, you never know what the future entails, but I think it's something to where it sounds like you guys are going to be in each other's lives for the rest of your life in some
3: That'll way. They'll be my bridesmaids. Yeah. They'll be my bridesmaids at my wedding. There you, you go. Know, I'm all my
2: crazy but what? Adventures. But, but what if there's a change of heart and you end up marrying the Korean poppy? Would you? Would they still be <laughs> your bridesmaids? <laughs> I just think that's the funniest <laughs>
1: name.
3: <thing>. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I support it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, think, I think all the guys, even from that show, would object to that marriage. <laughs> you know what? I didn't. What are you? The whole cast? Yeah,
2: <laughs> they'd like, no. You know what? I didn't even ask this. Uh, 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 let me end with this. Is there any guy – let's start with you, Tamaris. Is there any guy from – that was in the other girls' Final Four that maybe interested you after the fact? And, you know, same for Mia, same for Louise. But for you, Tamaris, or was it always just, you know, Casey, Tom, Nico, you know, Asante, Jabrian? But was there any guys that you were just like, oh, maybe some other ones?
0: Ew. No. No? No. <laughs> yeah, not really. Hey, I keep you down the list. Danny, that was my friend since day one. We spoke yep. about it. That was it. Peter, he's short. I'm good. Um, I don't know how <laughs> many I did it. I'm so sorry. Oh my god, Peter, I love, I love you as a friend, but I am so sorry. Please don't hate me for how saying that. he? I don't he's know, but so he's short to me. I can't. Um Mercedes, I don't know. The vibe was off. <laughs> Couldn't. Um Benedict, he is super cool. I think of him like a brother. So, I think I think Benedict
2: gets that a lot. He got it from Louise, yeah. certainly. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Well, the other yeah. thi- the other thing that I thought was interesting. Yeah, I don't think I say that again, Louise.
1: Oh, I was just saying I don't think I ever really like had any regrets with the people that I picked. Okay. Yeah.
3: No.
2: But... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I Gross. that is it, it is kind of interesting to look at, and I didn't even know like when I was thinking about it, I was like, yeah. Who was the guy in the very first day that got double or th- or <laughs> all th- all yeah all Triple. three? You gave him your pass or whatever, oh, and then Jared, and, then, he, Jared. and then
0: and
2: then he was gone. Like episode, wasn't he gone at the second elimination? No, it was
0: like third or or fourth. He was a third bad insert.
3: guy. He was he a, was an awful awful. Nice guy, he was like a nice what? guy. He's not a nice guy. Do you remember what happened in Durham's career? I'm saying he He's was a nice. nice guy. Oh, like he, said, yeah. like, he told like louise the same thing that he told Tamaris and then like tried to play it off on me. Like, I don't know what yeah, I, I can't I hear you. I was like, Dude, don't come to me because I'm gonna tell you you're about to get eliminated, and that's just like, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> because you need to learn how to keep your mouth shut.
2: Oh, okay. I don't yeah, I just remember him getting the 3 and then I don't remember him ever developing any sort of connection with all any of you. And he was gone early. Or it seemed like it was gone early, but
3: I honestly, I thought Jared was
1: cute. They cut out a swerved kiss with him. He tried to kiss me after apologizing for it coming after both of us. And they cut that out. <laughs> oh,
2: they did?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Did he did, talk
2: did he ever try and kiss you, Tamaris or Mia? Did he ever try with you guys?
0: No, he no. just trying to touch my leg a lot.
1: <laughs> I wasn't Jared's type. Yeah, he would try to touch your leg in like
0: in a, like a comforting way. And I'm just like, this it's is like not worth it. It. Like, No. Where in the real world where you meet someone on the first day and you're automatically touching her leg, where do you think that that's appropriate in any type of world that you're in? You're meeting someone for five minutes. Literally. And you think it's okay to put your hand on someone's leg when you don't know them. I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this yeah, this is this is fascinating um but we do have to wrap up here um you guys, I really appreciate you coming on uh you made f boy season island a huge success um i hope you know in the last twenty four hours since this has been released that people aren't too harsh on you guys, because it's one thing to obviously criticize and be like, oh, I would have chosen this guy, or oh, I would have done this, or whatever. It's very easy for somebody behind a computer to say that. Don't let it get to you. Don't let it affect you. Um, whatever they say, there are trolls out there, and people are going to hate. And But I would just say, I thought you guys did an excellent job. Um, like I said at the very beginning, didn't do much for the good guys of the world, because now we figure we're all going to lose to f boys since louise and Mia decided to choose f boys um but i really thought you guys did a great job you were three great leads it was very fun to watch i wish you all the best of success in the future and um good luck with everything thank you 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 got it thanks a lot you guys
0: thank you
2: well that was a lot of fun thank you to louise mia and tamaris for that I hope you guys watched the episode and the final two episodes that were released on Thursday and just really enjoyed the show. And I think I kind of equate what Tamaris did to what Nick Peterson did on the final season of bachelor pad. Like once you do that and pull that and being like, I'm taking the money to myself, what ending could this show possibly have with this current format? Cause clearly they could change the format and then we could get a different ending. But With this current format, Tamaris just changed the game. She flipped it, saying, I'm the F-girl, and I'm controlling the shots here, and I'm taking the money. I think that was – I thought it was such a boss move, and I know that there are probably people out there that think, oh, that sucks. Why would you do that to Casey? Look, seems like Casey's fine, considering what Tamaris said in that interview about him having a a girlfriend, but – I had absolutely no problem with what Tamaris did. I thought it was a great, great ending. And like I said to her, I love the fact that it almost turned into like the end of Scooby-Doo or end of any murder mystery where they gave you flashbacks. And it's not like Tamaris came out of the blue with that. She dropped hints all season long that, Hey, I'm an F girl and she owns it and props to her for that. You know, I think Louise, as I said in the very beginning, I think she's going to take some heat because I think everybody in the world loves Benedict. I think hes they think he's hilarious, and he is. If you haven't seen Benedict's work on Twitter or Instagram, go check it out. It's Benedict Polizzi, P-O-L-I-Z-Z-I, I believe, on Instagram. And guy's just funny and does a lot of funny sketches, some of my favorite sketches uh, on Twitter, you know. Johnson, this guy, if you know what I'm talking about, that made a lot of sense to you. If you have no idea, then you need to go follow him on Twitter and Instagram. But yeah, Louise is probably going to take the most because everybody saw how Mercedes acted and everybody saw how Benedict acted. And I think a lot of more people were drawn to someone like Benedict, who just seems like a great guy. And Mercedes, you know, thinks he walks on water. I mean, just the way he came across on the show. Maybe he like I said, maybe he hammed it up for the cameras, but you know, it was it it was what it was. Uh it was very entertaining. It was a very entertaining show. I really liked the ending. I liked the fact that they gave the women the power to choose being single and taking the hundred thousand themselves. And when Tamaris pulled that on Casey and Nico, I thought it was awesome. I thought it was the best moment in the first two seasons for sure. So Good luck to them. Thank you, Louise and Mia and Tamaris for coming on. And thank you all for listening uh, to this podcast. Again, please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple podcast. And we'll be back next week with yet another episode. I'm Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. And we will talk to you next week.